Welcome to Snakes on a Plane, a podcast for ABCs by ABCs. Not to be confused by American-born Chinese, but Australian-born Chinese. Hi listeners, I'm Patrick. And I'm Thomas. Welcome to another episode of a Top 10 Countdown. Ooh, what's the Top 10 this time around? This time we're counting down uh, Chinese movies and uh, Western, I guess, English movies. Chinese? Oh, I thought it was Asian movies. <laughs> I put Japanese movies in. And a Korean movie in. Oh, isn't it? <laughs> okay, okay. We could do we could do Western versus Eastern then. Good. Excellent. <laughs> okay. Uh, who do you want to start first? Um, okay, so we do the back and forth. So I, I do my first five, and then you do your first... Oh, your, your 10, 9, 8, 7, and then... Um... Yeah, yeah. All right. And I'll do that. 10, 9, 8, 7, yep. 6, West, Western and Eastern. So Oh, we're doing it. Okay, we're doing it like that. Okay. Alternate as well. Alternate. That's what we did last time. Okay. All right. All right. So we'll start with Eastern. So my first Eastern one. I, I This is for me, I think, when there was a big gap in Asian for a long, or at least what I thought was a, a long time in the Western world. Um, it was a Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Mm-hmm. So it was just a lot of fun memories. I think, oh, when did it come out? It came around like Lord of the Rings time because I remember watching it around the time of Lord of the Rings time. Yeah. Yeah. Like early 2000s. Yeah. And I think it just like put a lot of that stuff there. You know, I watched my parents, uh, I watched my, well, my mom particularly, watch a lot of those old Asian shows where like they're, you know, they're flying by just running the air. But this mm-hmm. time around, they get to jump through the trees and, uh, and had the iconic song, which is, yep. which isn't a lot of uh, Tai Chi videos my mom watches. <laughs> Is that an Eastern movie or Western movie? I think it's like an Eastern, or like, because I looked it up, because it was done by, it was produced by, I think it was produced by an Eastern company, but it was for a Western audience. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. That's why I asked. Because yeah. I was like, it was, I'm pretty sure they spoke English, I think, oh, but then they did I, I think speak they Chinese spoke, as well. Yeah, they spoke Mandarin as well. Mm-hmm. So I count that. Yeah. That's a good movie. It is a good movie. I enjoyed it. I haven't watched it in a while, but I remember that was like one of the big, like, fun, one of fun, my fun memories because I just remember yeah. it, it was like a. I watched it, um, yeah, I watched it a couple of months ago. Wow. Okay. That's very recent. I think I, <laughs> I think I watched it a bit when it was like around when it first came out and they've watched it again after that. Yeah. Cause I was like, oh, I haven't seen this movie for so, so long. I'd give it a watch. And it really held up to time. Yep. There's so many fight scenes that I forgot. I was like, that happened too. That happened too. <laughs> Until it came back. I was like, yeah, yeah. This is an enjoyable movie. It is. Okay. Um, for my top, for my number 10, Love in Disguise. Have you heard of that one? No, I have not. Do you know Huang Li Hong? Yeah. So if you start rattling <laughs> off movies, you're like, yep. Yeah. Oh, he, he, he's, a, he's a musician. He's a very famous singer. And then... Sounds familiar. I'm pretty sure, like, I know one of the singers. Like, one age is like my brother. Oh, it's probably him. <laughs> <laughs> and then... You know the the actor that plays Mulan, the live action one. The live action, yeah. Don't know. Her. Yeah, she's also in it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Crystal Liu. Oh, right. Okay. Yep. She plays the love interest. Uh... Yeah. So it's very music based. I wouldn't say it's a musical, <laughs> but they do randomly sing like in between. I'm just trying to think. It could be not musicals that aren't musicals, but like they just have a lot of the movies itself. Yeah. Yeah. It's quite. It's quite. It's quite an Asian thing to do. They just sing. Yeah. Not so much a music. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yep, so that's my number 10. Okay. That's your number 10 okay. on the English side. English side. Uh, <laughs> I didn't plan this, but it happened to be another musical. Okay. Called La La Land. Ah, yep. Okay. Yep. Have you seen that one? I heard it's good. I still need to see it. It's on my to watch list. <laughs> oh my god. I thought I told you to watch that ages ago. Yeah, but I got other stuff to watch. 
Well, this is in my top 10, so... Well, for people who may not know what La La Land is, what is La La Land about? So La La Land involves Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling, and it's about their journey of being an artist in Hollywood and either taking the practical career or the artistic career. So, you know, something we discussed before. Yep. Like, do you follow your passion in your dreams? <laughs> or do you pick something that your parents um, would be proud of? Yep. Yeah, so it's one of those stories, but um, weaved around like a musical. So they break into dance, sing and dance. Yep, that is definitely one on my to watch list because I do enjoy the musicals and I do characters that sing song. Mm-hmm. Which uh, actually, when I, that? I look at it, my list it doesn't have any of them. I've only got one of them <laughs> in my list. What are you doing? I thought you were a fan of musicals. I am a fan of musicals, but then it's like I do watch a lot of like a lot of the musicals I watch are animated. <laughs> true, true. And then like I kind of like paste myself on like the on the, uh, the English side. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what's your number 10? My number 10 is The Founder. So The Founder is a Michael Keaton, founder of McDonald's, where he, you know, they oh, go over yeah. the history of, of McDonald's. I remember that. Yep. Just kind of like learning the efficiency, just learning about like the backstory and the history of it. I, I think it's enjoyable. Um, does a really good performance as a creator of McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess probably it's like a, the document like slight documentary like based on a true story uh those ones i particularly enjoy. yep so i do too yeah <laughs> so yeah i love biopics yep but i don't think it made it into my top 10 i don't think there's any biopics. The, the, i've got a couple and like there was like a lot of my like on it my honorable mentions i'm like i watched a recent one as well and i was like yeah that was pretty good too and those ones i'll just watch yep. over and over again you know? like i know the story now i know the history yeah i've got an honorable mention yep. biopic so yeah yep okay ah, okay yep okay what's your number nine my number nine is in category battle royale mm-hmm. so this kind of mm. this this kind of sparked all the uh you know the death shows the death games squid games one of them liar game all those type of those type of genres ones alice in borderlands uh, alice in borderlands um there's like an anime darwin's game so hunger games <laughs> on the on the on the western yep. side so mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. For me, that's like kind of got my interest into those type of those type of movies. It's just, well, I read Liar Game before, then I went to watch um, Battle Royale. And, you know, you just start to see like the the first instance of like a Battle Royale game. Like that was an interesting thing to watch. Yeah, awesome! I didn't know that was a movie. It was a movie. I it was a series. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to give it a watch. Yeah, I'm pretty time poor, so yep, I can fit that in. What's your number nine? My number nine is a Jackie Chan movie. Okay. New police story. Uh, yeah. So that's the one that's the latest one, I think, out of his police stories, which is police story four. So it's a modernized version. Ah, uh, yep. Where, where he's much older now, and then he's like a retired cop, and then he goes on um, one last hurrah, I guess. Yep. Go on a case. Yep. And yeah, I thought it was pretty interesting was he, that he, he plays an older guy, and it's a modern take. Is, is he a few days away and from it, retirement? Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Well, not a few days from retirement. <laughs> like, he's like a drunk. Okay. <laughs> and I don't know, I don't remember if he, I think he lost his bad. Yeah, right, okay. Or like close to. Okay. I was going to, yeah. I was going to make a joke. He's a few days away from his retirement, so that's just probably going to die. <laughs> I thought it was quite interesting because it showed it where like China or Hong Kong or whatever, but like the modernized, like modern day crime. Yeah. Which was quite eye opening at the time. Yeah. When it was out. And when did it go out? Did it come out? Sorry, I think it. Just as we went to uni, I think. Yeah, because I'm just trying to think, because, like, depending on when the time came out, because, like, you know, it gets interesting when you start to, like, okay, well, now we're trying to do a horror movie where everyone's got a smartphone. 
So it's like, how do you do? How do you do the thing where it's like you got the technology to, be able to identify where people are? So it was kind of fascinating. It's yeah, because like, that'd be the time when there's like thousands could have been flip phones. This is before smartphones. Yeah, before even just before mobile phones, like when it became popular. I think it had mobile phones. Yeah, you were talking about Asia here. That's Asia true. had mobile phones before us. That's true. That's true. Okay. Yep. Uh, my number nine. It's probably the oldest one out of out of my whole list. Um, have you heard of the movie My Fair Lady? Yes. Yes. So that's my number nine. Okay. It's an old classic. An old classic. With one of the my favorite actors, Audrey Hepburn. Oh yeah. Please describe. Yeah. <laughs> my Fair Lady. Probably. So it's another musical. I think this is the last musical out of my whole list. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's about a girl who's quite poor and she's selling flowers on the street and then a gentleman comes along and hears her speaking and finds her very curious and places a bet against his friend that he can train her to become sophisticated uh, within six months and then i guess she takes him he takes her on and brings her to her her place and then trains her to speak like a lady we're gonna leave it there so people gonna go watch watch it (laughs) never watched it all right so my number nine this is a is the greatest showman Oh wow! Um, I've got a couple. That's your number nine. That is my number nine. <laughs> it's about an entertainer, or is he like a like what's the what's the what's the head of the ringmaster? The ringmaster, that's it. So Hugh Jackman, the ringmaster, he barn and mm-hmm. goes around getting people to come to do to his circus. And day is in, in Zac Efron. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping you didn't mention Zac Efron. <laughs> Why is that? Because he's my least favorite character in that movie. Uh, <laughs> I can see that. I can see. I can. I can see that. <laughs> um, no, but the songs are really good. Just the. I guess the. Um, yeah. The visuals are really nice. So no, no. It, for me, it, I I kind of want to put something with Hugh Jackman in it. And then when I went to go through the, my list of like like uh, the greatest show was pretty good. I've got songs in it. I want to put the greatest. Uh, okay. I, wanna, I do want to put the greatest showman in it. Plus, I want to. God, he's got Hugh Jackman. <laughs> yeah. Not a Wolverine movie? <laughs> uh, I, I was contemplating a Wolverine movie. I would have to probably put it like in my honorable mention. If it was a yeah, I know, I know. Like the, but the Wolverine movies were pretty good. They were pretty solid. But I didn't want to like clog it up with yeah. like five Wolverine movies. or like. That's right. Yeah, I would have picked Logan. Yeah, Logan was... But sadly, I did not pick a Hugh Jackman movie. <laughs> you didn't pick a Hugh Jackman movie. No. <laughs> he was one of my favorite actors, but didn't quite make the top 10. Yeah. I do have a couple of favorite actors that didn't make the top 10 as well. So some of them are new from TV series. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I had to cheat. Oh, well, not cheat, but I, I put some animation in the Asian categories because I was running out of ideas and I didn't want to reuse like <laughs> prequels and sequels and things like that. So That's all right. So for this one, I put an animated movie. Um, so I put uh, How- yep. Howl's Moving Castle. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. It's been a while since I watched it. So I, I just remember there was... Studio, Why is it in studio? your top 10 if you haven't watched it recently? <laughs> because I had to, like, out of all the Studio Ghibli movies, I was like, this is the one. This is, like, probably the one I, I'm going to put in. Because I've watched a couple oh, okay. of... I, I, put, I have put a couple of Studio Ghibli movies, but I always remember Howl's Moving Castle was, like, the one that was pretty good. I think because it was, like, a steampunky fantasy, um, and the visuals mm-hmm. are, like, very good, and because there's lots of critters and creatures around. And, like, I think I just remember... Mm. I remember, like, the scene where I think it was, like... I think it's in this one, <laughs> but I can't really remember. It's, um, I think she's do- doing something with the fire and she's putting the coal and like the fire's eating the coal. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty cute. That's right. Calcifer. Yeah. And, and she's going on, a, like, she's going on an adventure to like, you know, find this, find this person, find a cure of her ailment. Uh, I've probably seen it a few times and it's not my favorite. <laughs> okay. Because you did I know you didn't put a little one on yours, but which one would you put in like a studio? Um, The Wing Rises. That's my top. That one. Oh, um, that- it's about it's about a boy um, trying to become a engineer. Uh, okay. And he he makes airplanes. Yep. 
Okay. Yeah, I'll leave it at that. All right. But I'd rate like probably four or five just above Tower's Moving Castle. <laughs> oh, that's perfectly fine. <laughs> for me, when the, like, for the ones I've watched, I was like, this one was probably like my, be my better one. Yeah, the house definitely close to top five. One of the better ones. Glad you didn't mention Spirited Away. <laughs> I did not mention Spirited Away. No. <laughs> okay. My number eight for the Eastern is Police Story. Uh, yeah, yeah. The first one. Yep. Every time I like go to eat like instant noodles, it reminds me of Police Story. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> You know exactly what I'm talking about. Yep. Yes. Yep. Where he uses the two pencils as, as chopsticks. <laughs> and then he eats the erasers and it like dogs it off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably my favorite. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I don't think I need to explain it anymore. Yep. No, go for it. Because it's one of the instant classics. Yep. Probably got his most famous stunt scene. Better one. That's the one where he's like. Where he, he drops from like the top floor, like five levels high yeah. down the pole of yep. lights. Yeah. He's like. Scorch yeah, his th hands. Yep, that's the one I was yeah. thinking about. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Hey, which the, it's like, which one is like the most, his most famous one, but it's also kind of dangerous at the same time. I was like, oh, it's that one. It's where he's like dropped on like, Super five dangerous. <laughs> where he's like dropped by <laughs> stories and like cracked onto stuff. It's like, yep, yep. Yeah, he got like three, third degree burn and every, everywhere. Yeah. All sorts of places. Yep. Probably got electrocuted on the way down as well. Yep. Crazy. Perfectly understandable. <laughs> yeah, and it's also got the um one of my favorite love interests as well. All oh, right, Maggie Chung. My number eight on the west side is Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, <laughs> what was that noise? Yeah, that was a good one. I was like, oh, <laughs> I totally got because I was like, no, no animation in the on the uh, the western side. <laughs> I kind of like spaced out and I like, carved out Disney. I was like, oh yeah, that was a pretty good. That's a pretty good one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah got all my favorite actors yep got jeffrey rush johnny Depp, and kira knightley orlando bloom yeah kira knightley that's it kira knightley i wasn't going to mention orlando bloom <laughs> <laughs> well, you said it's got all your favorite actors maybe that's one of your favorite actors <laughs> no <laughs> not a fan but yeah i don't think i need to explain pirates do i pirates no, no, it's, a, it's a pretty modernized one and um no no that's it, no, a really good one got a good Memorable lines and, and just don't you definitely yeah, where did all the, the rum go? Yeah, <laughs> I have used that line. Um, this multiple is the, this, times. This is, I, I, I done the this is the day you almost caught. I use that line a lot. Mm -hmm. So, my number eight is basketball. So, done by Matt Stone and Trey Parker. It's their live action. So, it's a it's a it's a sports movie for like, but they kind of made it as like it's the average Joes or like the like not losers, but like the bottom of the dumps type of characters able to play like a sport. They didn't have to be like athletic or anything like that. So they combined baseball and basketball into one game. They do a lot of like in the game. They try, you, you still do like outs and things like that as well, like in baseball. But they keep making jokes and things like that because you can do what's in called psychouts. Mm -hmm. So you know people are making these jokes, and then it's the Matt Stone, Trey Parker, Traders of South Park, you combine into one. Yeah. And there's like an underlying story as well that's going through, but yeah, you're mainly there for like the jokes. You just there's flat out thing. assume that I don't know that movie. I assume that you didn't know that movie, yes. <laughs> and you're right. <laughs> <laughs> but I, it ha has come on my radar before. I know it's a good movie, but I just haven't watched it yet. Yeah, I, I think because if you liked, because you like the Book of Mormon, so I think it's just like, it's, it, it's like, it's, a, it's you know, it's a certain type of humor. Ah, uh, okay. That's in there. So it's, uh, it's, it, I find it really funny, but. Yeah, I, I like Team America. Yeah, exactly. Yep. High school me would have loved it. Yep. Okay. So my number seven in Final Fantasy. Uh, <laughs> Final Fantasy. <laughs> my number seven in Eastern is Final Fantasy VII Advent Children. Wow. 
a fitting number seven. It is a fitting number seven. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, if you don't know the Final Fantasy story, go play the game. It's very good. See, for me, this is this was me uh, enjoyable for me and my brother because I watched my brother play f- through Final Fantasy VII as a kid. So, mm-hmm. and we were really obsessed with the Final Fantasy series. So like, he played eight, and I played. Like my 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 favorite was nine, so we we all played the Final Fantasy series. So to see the on the big screen one of our Final mm-hmm. Fantasy, like a Final Fantasy, not not the spirits within, but to see Final Fantasy seven character <laughs> on the big screen Yo. look like the final, like you know what we imagine compared to like the blocky the blocky polygons when we first saw in FF seven. To see them come to yeah. life, it was just like kind of like a very good. When we watched it, we like it blew us away. <laughs> Absolutely, I remember back in high school when that came out. I had hadn't even played. Or seen Final Fantasy 7. I only saw a glimpse of it because my cousin used to play it a lot. But yeah, I was quite keen for that to come out. Yeah. Because I played Final Fantasy 8 and 9. Yeah. So it was good to see that on the big screen. Ah, good number seven. My number seven is another musical. You lied. You said it was your last musical in the other list. Yeah, but this is on the Asian side. Fair enough. Yeah, so there's more, no more musicals on the Western side and there's some more on the Eastern side. Yep. Anyway, so the movie is called The Secret. I classify it under musical because there's a lot of music in it but there's no such singing it's more do you know jay chow it rings a bell the guy that plays the green hornet in um in the western movie the one oh, after uh, bruce lee oh okay the, okay <laughs> opposite i think it's seth rogan yeah seth rogan yeah i, I, I try to remember yeah. i try to remember which one which one like there's like there's been a few <laughs> like i just like they play the green hornets like i like there's been a few green hornets <laughs> but anyway the so jay chow he he plays a lot of piano in the movie so that's why i say it's a musical okay but it's a love story and there's a bit of time traveling okay so it's based in a high school right. one of those okay number seven on the west is inception yep i was thinking about putting inception on but then i was like i think that i'd probably include it <laughs> i i i just try to think about what you like what movies you would put in and i'm like i like would you put that one in and it's like you would probably, you would probably put. Uh, then uh, now that I think about it now, it's like yeah, you would probably would put something in. <laughs> you would probably put one of them in, or, yep. or it would be an honorable mention. I'd be like one of those ones. Where I'd be like, <laughs> it's either an honorable mention for you, or it's like yeah, no, this, this is one in here. Okay, exception. All right. Yeah, exception. Again, it's got a few of my favorite actors in there: Ellen Page, Elliot Page, Ellen now. Page now. Yep. And Gordon Love Hewitt. Yep. Yeah, those two. Leonardo doesn't get a mention. <laughs> you know, you know, you know, mention Leonardo. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it was a great movie. Yeah. It it was one of those movies that came out at the right time, like for me. I think it was 2012 or t- no, yeah, 2010. And it was one of those that I just watched like over and over. Yep. And it came out like, yeah, the peak of the sci-fi era for me. And yeah, like fantasy. It wasn't the fantasy sci-fi, but yeah. Uh, well, I think it's more the, it, it's fantasy. It's more, well, I, I probably lean more towards the sci-fi because it's using technology to go through an idea. Yep. So um yeah so i was trying to say but yeah it was, it was mm-hmm. so it was one of those movies that just blew my mind and i'll say i understood it first go but then as i kept watching i was like oh there's more to it i can see like there's more ideas like in in the movie as you kept watching it every time you watch it you're like ah oh, you perceive the world a bit more differently yeah every time i think i did remember watching it a couple of times to kind of see like to get the clues and the hints as well about the the ending bit mm-hmm. i'm like oh yep okay that's how they get to the idea yes that, that one's uh, very interesting it's i guess the, just the premise of it if, if people don't know i'm trying to incept an idea to someone by hence called inception but it's mm-hmm. like a half high half heist half sci-fi movie <laughs> yeah yeah heist heist is a good, oh, re- good reverse genre. heist reverse heist um, 
reverse heist. That's right. Yep. And I just love how it goes into multiple layers. Yep. Where it's like kind of meta. Like the first time that kind of meta interaction was kind of introduced yep. to the mainstream. Yep. So yeah, that's my number seven. Yeah. So my name, number seven on the website is Spider-Man Homecoming. Oh. So. Wow. Um, I put Tom Holland. Yep, Tom Holland. I put a Tom Holland Spider-Man in it. I think for me, because I, I, I always wanted like, I guess in the MCU, I kind of wanted to see Spider-Man interact with the other series because I you know, read a lot of the comics. So him returning, the homecoming, just felt right. It just felt like at the right time as well. There's a couple of twists and turns and that they did in that particular movie that I really enjoyed. And mm-hmm. he, and I guess the premise of that is like you know, reintroducing Spider-Man into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, back into the Marvel fold. Some of the twists and turns that came in, like, well, I do enjoy number three because of the hype of all the Spider-Men, spoilers, all the Spider-Men coming in, <laughs> coming back. Um, but I, but, but I, but that was a quick spoiler. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. But out of all those ones, it, 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 it just captured, like, I guess, you know, the nostalgia of, like, you know, Spider-Man, see what they want to do fresh, and, mm-hmm. and I really enjoyed the twist and I actually went to go see it again in the cinema just to see one of my friends reaction to the twist that happened in the movie. <laughs> uh, okay. So I'm gonna leave the I'm gonna leave the twist in case well sorry I spoiled the third movie but <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna spoil the first movie. But there is there is a twist. There is a twist of the first movie that I really enjoyed and I want to see one of my friends reaction. So I went to go watch the movie yep. cinema as well. Yeah. So But isn't that a spoiler that there's a twist? <laughs> you don't know what the twist could be. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, no, it's good. That movie's pretty good. Granted, I probably would have put it. I wouldn't put it in my top 10. I would have put it, well, <laughs> if I was including animated, if I put an animated Spider-Man, it would probably have been yep. across the Spider-Verse. <laughs> uh-huh. Mm-hmm. If, if I was putting it animated, but I thought, like, we're not putting animated, I'm, I held back and put any mm-hmm. animated movies into, um, yep. into the uh, I, Western. I think we can do another countdown and do that. <laughs> yeah, cool. So, my number six on the Eastern side is Parasite. Ah, Korean one. It is a Korean a one. Oscar-winning. Yep, Oscar-winning movie. So it's pretty much about a poor family who, I would just say, they're parasites. Go watch the movie. It's really good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is good. I think I think it's quite like interesting for the Western eye because when I talked to my Korean friend, he said that it was a trope that's been done over and over where they compare like the poor and the rich have the two lifestyles. Yes, I do feel like it's I, I, just in just in the like just in me general. I feel like that's like a trope that it's like a common trope. Mm-hmm. I think this is kind of like one of the first times I see like a family do something. <laughs> uh, because, yes, because usually it's a solo person, or it's like that's uh, right, or like it's a group of people that do it. But this is like a, fam- yep. a family doing. It. So it's like, oh, yep. okay, that's a we'll, that, that's a that's a different take to it. That from what I've seen, I think we'll just leave it there. We'll just leave it there. <laughs> Go watch it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Awesome. Okay. My number six. I know you haven't watched this because I checked with you last time. Infernal Affairs. I'd watch that. It's a classic Hong Kong police story, <laughs> which doesn't involve Jackie Chan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting a theme. You like the police. <laughs> well, that's the that's the Hong Kong movie or Hong Kong <laughs> cinema, right? <laughs> they they love their police stories. Uh, yeah, I I'm like you know when I watch my mom watch. Some of the Chinese shows, it's like something to do with the police or something to do with like, um, mainly to do with the police or forensics. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. the, the Hong Kong police is like a really reputable like, part of the Hong Kong culture. Yeah. Which is, is why the um, Umbrella Chronicles, the thing that's happening 
in Hong Kong right now. It's very damaging to the police. Yep. Yeah. I'll just leave it there. Yep. But yeah, Infernal Affairs, it's got all the major Hong Kong actors. Yep. Andy Lau, Tony Leung. I'll just leave it there. Okay. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I can probably list more, but they're all in Chinese. Yep. So I'll just leave it there. Yep. I don't know the English names. Fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. But yeah, it, it involves like the triads versus police pretty much. So yep. it's undercover cop within the triad and undercover triad in the police and it's so the triad versus police yep pretty cool yep imagine like avalon or resistance <laughs> in a movie <laughs> yep. okay. number six in western is pride and prejudice okay i know we're jumping all over the place now yep <laughs> we went from pirates to inception to pride and prejudice yep <laughs> but it's another Kira knightley film uh, i see i see but this time it has colin fur so yep. yeah, that's why it's that's why it's in the top ten. Okay, it's Do I need Knightley. to explain? Because it's got Kieran Knightley in it. <laughs> oh, not really. Okay, uh, that's a joke. All right. <laughs> it's one of those um, Jane Austen books yep. that I really like, yep. and I believe it was portrayed quite well, okay. especially with all the one shots. Yep. Where they're just like um, dialogue after dialogue after dialogue with all in one shot. I thought it was astonishing. My number six is The Dark Knight. Wow. I gotta the number six. It's a, it's a number six, so you, you don't know. It's five other movies beat, beat it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> because it's like, yeah, this is like, a, like you know, Batman is like, like, goat hero, so. <laughs> and Joker's like my favorite villain too, and like, he fledges the trail. Yeah. It's really good, so. I thought it would have been in the top five. Oh my God. I was tossing it up to put it in the top five. And then I was like, going to cheat and go like, oh, you know, some of the movies have you know, got the same same veins. So I'll, I'll harm it. But I was like, no, I'll, I'll be true to it. I'll, I'll put the Dark Knight in, in, yep. in, in the spot. Uh, but my top three were pretty much cemented. And then like four, five, and six were like, I get yep. I get more enjoyment out of the other two than I did Dark Knight, unfortunately. Okay. Okay. It, okay. Like, I guess we'll have to find out in the next episode. <laughs> yep. It, the, 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 just, it does go... Like for me, it does go a bit too long. Sometimes it just needs to be had that bit of sickness to it. Um, because I've watched it multiple times. I've I watched the Dark Knight a couple of times. Just just knocking it down a peg because like I had to, I had to justify wow. why it's under, under, not in the top five. <laughs> I've probably watched it more than ten times. I've watched it probably like about the same amount as well. <laughs> <laughs> it's my go-to Blu-ray when I want to test my new system. Oh yeah. Yep. Every time I get something new, I put that on. Yep. Now it's a really good movie. Um, but. Mm-hmm. But uh, it just doesn't beat in my my top five. Beaten by something, and I'm just like, I didn't know where to place it. I'm just going like, no, I get more entertainment from yeah. the other five. Okay. Okay. So my mystery topic for today is: What novel would you like to see be turned into a movie that hasn't already been done? <laughs> Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, oh really? Now, what's Harry <laughs> Potter about? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's, like, there's a couple of novels. I mean, all the novels I've read have been made into movies, except for like yep. one that like is my favorite series. But it probably works better as a TV series rather than a movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, I see. Like, I, like just because there's a lot of novels and like it'll be like sequel itis. That's why I said it probably work better as a series rather than as a mm-hmm. as a movie. Mm-hmm. The book would be uh, the Tales of Redfall. Like barring all the other ones, like the one I read recently was Endurance. Like there's four movies. Of- <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, so 
out of all the ones, Red Wall is probably like the only one that hasn't really been turned. I think there was maybe an animated movie back in the day before, but, okay. like when I was in primary school. But it wasn't like a like a blockbuster. It wasn't like in the in the cinemas. Okay. Uh, so I'd probably have to say Red Wall. Uh, Red Wall is about anthropomorphic animals and about a place called Red Wall, which is like an abbey. They usually had to defend against uh, other critters, and you know it's got that race racial tension that I like in some of my movies and you know could you could you grow up is it like the nature versus nurture debate some of the in some of the stories that they do <laughs> okay why i'd say that it would work better as a tv series is that every two books it's the same group of protagonists and then the next two books they will reference back on the previous combinations uh, okay so yep. there's a there's a character that founded red wolf that in, in the mm-hmm. and, and then it they have their own little adventure in the second book. And then in the third and fourth book, they go, oh, you know, our founder, protagonist in book one, found them this place. Okay. They, they had like a legendary weapon. And like, you know, it's that whole like, you know, do, do you go out for like, there's like, it does tackle a couple of topics of like, you know, sense of adventure. Do you go out for your sense of adventure? Uh, one of the, yeah. one of the... So to say, do you see this, do you see this as a live action or more of an animated series? I'd probably say animated because otherwise, <laughs> you know, everyone animals try to get like i i see lion kick <laughs> i know my that's why i asked <laughs> <laughs> that's why my heart will break <laughs> it can probably it can definitely turn into a movie you see harry potter it's like eight movies seven books seven novels i think it's like books oh correctly. okay <laughs> okay so, maybe not then so, some of them are like prequels i could see it kind of like a star wars where you like you do like oh yeah this batch this batch, uh, this batch. okay like they, they did narnia as well True. lord of the rings multiple movies so they extended could be extended could like be a thing small book into like three three hour movies <laughs> oh yeah hobbit yeah rolling my eyes if you can't see <laughs> yep. I, I mean i i i it just doesn't work because like it's kind of like that one novel like i, I could see some being like movie like like there's one mm-hmm. called red wall itself and that's like definitely i could see that as a movie but some others yep. i would be like no this would definitely work better as like a tv yeah i can see what you're saying yeah it's like the romance of the three kingdoms they they took they took like a story and made that into a movie or a two-parter anyway yep. called Red Cliff. I don't know if you've seen that, nope. but yeah, that's just a short snippet <laughs> out of the whole whole I don't know 120 chapters. Yeah, they probably took like five or six chapters and made it into two movies. But yeah, I guess that kind of kind of work. Yeah, cool. How yourself? Um, I don't know if you've read the book called Lorinda, but it's it's an by an Australian author called Alice Pung. And she's like one of us, ABC. I can't remember if she's ABC or close to ABC. But she lives in Sydney and then she wrote, she wrote, I guess, sort of like a memoir, but about a girl and how she navigates going from a public school to private school. Oh, yeah. And walking through her adolescent life. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll be cool to turn into a movie. Yeah. I think. Yeah. One of those young adult films. Like even like short, even in a short, um, short series, because like there's been a couple like that. Yeah. And it recently got made into a play. It took place last year. Oh, yeah. I think. Or the year before. Yep. And I missed it. Uh. <laughs> but yeah, I would have loved to see that in a, as a film. Yep. Yeah, I recommend checking that out because it's, it's a short novel, but she's a brilliant author. Okay. As we come to the end of another exciting episode of Makes on a Plane, we want to express our heartfelt gratitude to all our listeners for joining us in this incredible adventure. Thank you for being part of the Snakes on a Plane fandom. 